couple of years uh, down the road, you are hanging out. Yeah. You uh, recently your like visibility uh, online has like skyrocketed. Oh no! You are gaining Instagram followers. Oh man! Twitter followers. Oh, getting no. tons of Facebook friend requests. Oh, the worst one. And uh, honestly, that is the worst one. Like you look at the people who are friending you, and you're like, <laughs> "Ugh, no thanks." <laughs> Jesus. Why why the sudden uptick in notoriety? Um So um <laughs> why? Um Pat. what what happened uh is that uh you started uh, a web series. Yeah. And uh initially it was a web series about food, about like cooking and stuff like that. Like a how like, like a how to or like a documentary kind of a thing. Yeah, like like your thing is like um you sh- you you teach uh, a fellow comic how to uh, cook something. Okay, I'm and not, it can be I'm not like that good of a cook. You know what I mean? I'm like a, yeah, I'm but, a good cook, but like a, to teach, the most to teach somebody. Yeah, but you know, it's just you just think to yourself, this this would be something I'd be good at. This would be kind of like fun. Okay, so it's it's me teaching another comedian. Is this comedian also? Is this comedian? Are they all bad at cooking or do they vary in like experience level and skill level? Um, no, they're all people who are not very good at cooking. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Um, and you were going to call it. Uh, you're going to call it the meat zone with Aaron Brooks. Do we focus on meat dishes? Yeah. Okay. Dude, there is not a green to be seen. Oh, no. Come on. You actually make T-shirts for the meat zone with Aaron Brooks, and underneath it says, "No green to be seen." <laughs> but it's but it's the number two and the capital letter B. <laughs> that sucks, even worse. <laughs> and underneath it, it's just like a picture of like a, it's like a drawing of like a fucking steak. You know what I mean? Yeah, like a cartoon you, steak. It's medium rare, dude. Yeah, you can tell. Yeah. But what happened was um, you just kept fucking up and you kept like burning yourself while you were doing this show. Yeah. That eventually the uh, producers and like, the camera guys were like, <clears throat> look, this show is clearly just about Aaron getting hurt while cooking. <laughs> and so they did a, they did like compilations uh, from every single episode. Instead of just showing the episode, they pretty much just show out of context you getting burned <laughs> and your reactions to it. Oh, man. And that's what does it because you're so startled. You're so confident in your uh, skills that every time you get hurt, you're like surprised. Like you don't see it coming at all. Even though it happens to you probably about 15 times an episode, uh, you still are shocked. So like you just say weird things. That's that's part of your appeal. And so like, you'll like be showing. So like you had like Danny Palumbo on and you're like, I thought uh, Danny's like a, like a, a real cook. Yeah, well, Danny got hit on the head with a brick, <laughs> and he lost all cooking ability. Oh man, it is devastating. Bet, yeah, it would be that guy. You know, that's what he does. Sometimes, sometimes you guys stay up late at night. Yeah, and he just he looks at you, and like you know, he has to blink, but it's like you haven't seen him blink the whole entire night. You know what I mean? And so he'll just like look at you, and then every once in a while he'll just go. 
Why couldn't it have killed me, Brooksy? And you're like, ooh. So, uh, what? So like, like one episode. Christ. So he's not well. Sh- no, 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 no. And uh, so you're showing him how to make um, onion rings. <laughs> okay. And and so you're, you have like a deep fryer and stuff. And so you're like uh, showing him and stuff. And at one point, you like, you turn. You go now. What's important to do is, and you turn to the fryer, and uh, somehow in the, uh, you know, the adventures of uh, making onion rings, your uh, your dick uh, came out of your. Why pants. did my dick come out of my pants, Pat? That would mean that would have to mean that like my fly is down completely. I I'm a boxer briefs man. You know what? What I mean? happens? What happens is you like you turn and you turn with such force that. With your fly being down already, uh, you turn with such force that the button, like, you know, like pops out and uh, your pants fall down. You're wearing uh, white boxers with red hearts on oh, them. Fuck. And uh, my your dick, dick is out. Yeah, it goes in the deep fryer and you just go, Jumping Jehoshaphat! They've got my dick! <laughs> Jesus. In another episode, um, you were. So they uh, show my penis in the video. Yeah, they don't. And they don't, they, they don't show it out. Deep fried. Just for like a second, but like long that, enough that it hurts that really is bad. so long for the amount of time to have the tip of your penis being deep fried. <laughs> yeah, but so, yeah, it, it does hurt. Uh, they had one episode you had. Uh, David what happens Cross to my on. dick? It's I mean, in the long run, it's fine. But what do you uh, mean you in the long it. run? I mean, you have to ice it down for like a week, but after that, it's fine. It's it's back in fighting shape. Actually, to be honest with you, it's what? never oh, been bad. Pat, not saying a whole lot. You know how like uh, did you ever watch Dragon Ball Z? No, I was too busy fucking girls. <laughs> so what happened is, <laughs> well, you missed quite a saga, Aaron. No, I I wasn't. We didn't have like regular TV. So. Right. And so what happened was um, on that show, like Goku is a, a Saiyan. It's like an alien. Yeah. Um, and basically what happens to Saiyans is when they get hurt, uh, after they heal, they're actually stronger than ever. Okay. So like if they get like the shit beat out of them, they like, you know, after they heal, they're like even stronger. Yeah. And that's pretty much what's happened with your uh, with dick. your dick. Yeah. Okay. It's no- it's a noticeably. Noticeably. Okay. Like uh, this lady that you used to hook up with way back in the day, uh, Sandra Hart. Uh, you hadn't seen her in a very long time. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I heard that you were sick, like, uh, or you got hurt. She doesn't really know what exactly happened. She's like, uh, let me come over. I'll, I'll cook you some dinner or something. Keep you off your feet. And you're like, all right. And she comes over and she cooks you the best dinner that you've ever had. I should have her on my show. You kind of think that to yourself. You're like, oh, it's too bad she's not a comedian because, man, it she, would have been so much fun. What does she make? Um, she makes um, fettuccine Alfredo. Yeah. It's a, an ancient uh, uh, recipe. That's been passed down through her family from generation to generation. It is easily the best Alfredo you've ever had okay. in your life. Man, that's you know what? Honestly, that's saying something. I've I am a man who I like an Alfredo. 
I like a good Alfredo. And you tell her that when she's like, oh, let me come over and, uh, you know, cook for you real quick. And I'll, I'll make you my, my world famous fettuccine Alfredo. And you go, huh. I like myself some Alfredo. And she goes, you've never had mine, brother. Didn't we really date? Kind of like laugh. Yeah. Well, you, you, you didn't date. Oh, we just hooked up. You hooked up like twice. And then you decided, uh, not decided, just kind of naturally turned into a thing where you guys are just like friends and stuff like that. Oh, man. She uh, she doesn't she like hangs out with comedians, but she's not a comedian. She's like one of those people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's so a, she's pretty a, cool. Adjacent. Yeah, she's pretty cool. You know, and so what's her name? Uh, What was it? It was um, her last name was Hart. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You I call her the you, you call her the fabulous Miss Hart. Oh, so the fabulous Miss comes over and she makes you. <laughs> Uh, the the you know fettuccine alfredo and dude it is again incredible great like you take a bite of it and you think to yourself at some point there was someone and I don't know who this person would be but there was someone who was the first person to see the the Sistine Chapel one hundred percent completed yeah. That's the way you feel when you bite into this fucking fettuccine, dude. You find like you, you mean think of like yourself, Michelangelo. Kind of, yeah. No, no, no. You don't. You don't feel like the artist. You feel like someone discovering great art for the first time. Oh, okay. It, yeah. I mean, it ta- it tastes like a miracle. Okay. Great. I love I love fettuccine Alfredo. One time, uh, it tastes so much like a miracle that it actually brings back uh, this memory. One time, you were uh, out and about in Dupo, Illinois, when you were like a, a little boy. Six two two three nine. You were like um, I two fifty five. Like, you were like a uh, six years old, and you had like a like a bouncy ball yeah. that you would like bounce on, and uh, you were like bouncing down the road, and. Um, you were just kind of going like bonk, but dum, but da 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 dum, da dum, da 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 da. Just the, the fat person bounce. I think that's yeah. that's what that song is called. The fat person bounce. You, you actually hear that music as you're bouncing. Right. You don't know what it is. Later on in life, you find out what that is, and you're a little offended. Yeah. But what happens is, um, you're kind of like going uphill, and right as you're about to hit the top, uh, this car comes like careening down the road yeah and um it like comes up over the uh the hill uh-huh. and you're like oh shit like it's right in front of you and you're like you just remember thinking to yourself i'm going to die and um the car like suddenly like uh like comes to a complete stop Jesus Christ. It was going 80 miles an hour. It just came to a 100% complete stop, and you're 100% safe. Later on, people were like, Aaron, that was like a miracle. And that's and the for- memory that I have when I eat this fucking Alfredo. Yeah. Jesus Christ, Pat. I remember just a, a brush with death on a bouncy ball. Well, you remember a miracle. There's no way that car could have stopped. You also kind of like forgot. You kind of like pushed it to the, the memory to the side because, um, like, the car stopped, but like the guy didn't. So like he still went flying, with, flying through his windshield and like soared right past you. And you kind of like like what? And it just man, it was not. 
You should like th- like you should not have seen that yeah, at that, that age. You know what I mean? That scrape him up. Peel him off the food. Yeah, uh, the judge decided that um, though you weren't at fault for this man's death, I was six to, years old. Pat, you have to scrape it off. I'm six. I'm a six year old child. Yeah, well, hey, they grow up fast in Dupo, Illinois, buddy. That's true. So uh, you uh, you eat this fettuccine Alfredo with the fabulous Miss mm. Hart, and um, so you're you're eating it, and uh, afterward, uh, you guys are hanging out, and um, you just kind of. No. And so what happens is um, you kind of like finish eating and you go, man, I'm full. I don't think I have any room for dessert. And she looks at you and she goes, too bad, because I've been uh, fixing up something pretty sweet for you. <laughs> oh, no. And you like blank and her clothes like <laughs> instantly come off and you're like huh and she goes oh yeah so uh you guys uh go at it that night and afterwards she was like man that was the best i know it's been a while since we've done that but man it's almost and you go yeah and you go what do you mean and he goes she goes it's almost like your uh, your, your dick came back stronger than ever i fucking forgot all about that and you're like holy shit i got so tied up I forgot all about my deep fried dick. <laughs> so what happens is uh, because of this show and um, like I said, they it's pretty much just changed into a show where it's just you getting hurt and burned and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and you always say dumb shit like like, like, like one time you um you had some like piping hot oil in the pan <laughs> And you go, and here's what you're going to do. You're going to want to flip it a little bit. And you just put like all the oil goes right into your face. The burning hot oil. Why would I flip a hot pan of oil into my face? Pat? I, don't, I mean, it's a, me- it's a mess up. You don't mean to do it. And as like it, it burns your face, you just scream like um, you go. Fucking dick shit, bitch. Ah! Like you're like losing your mind. Yeah. The oil actually comes down and uh, hits your exposed penis. Oh, God. Again, another burn. But, dude, let's just say that uh, you uh, go to the hospital again. Uh, you share another captivating night with the fabulous Miss Hart. And I got to tell you, Brooksy, she goes, it's like I thought last time was good and she looks at you and she goes i don't know what you're doing aaron but i deep frying my dick that's what i'm doing i am spilling (laughs) hot oil or dipping the tip of my penis into hot oil and it's burning my dick and like a lizard's tail it regenerates but somehow noticeably better and bigger I mean, I'm burning my penis is what I'm doing with hot oil. It's happened twice now. <laughs> I'm going to the hospital each time. It is not not good. So she kind of just like looks at you and she's like, okay. Is, uh, is my dick all scarred up and stuff? But it's just like bigger, but it's like all scarred. Here's the deal. It's not. Th- no, it's not scarred. To oh. answer your question. It's not that it's bigger. It's just like. 
better than ever. I wish it were bigger. You know what I mean? Going hey, through man. that. You think of it as like Muggsy Bogues. <laughs> yeah. Five foot three. Yeah, just a little, <laughs> you know, shriveled thing that's uh, competing with some real monsters. <laughs> so what happens is. Jesus Christ. So your social media presence is like going up, dude. And um, this is brutal. What do you mean? I'm getting my dick burned. Also, why is my dick out the second time? <laughs> you don't remember. Man. So what happens is uh, I already got yeah, burned you, once. Why would I? Well, you because you, you wanted to complete an utter shock after it burned yeah. your, your dick for the second time. Yeah, but why was it out? I don't know. Maybe it's another situation where the the you turning to the left, you know, opened your pants up and Jeez, you know your right. pants. I, mean, I don't know. I just I wasn't there. You, you just you know. So you're doing pretty well online. Like you've amassed a lot of followers, dude. And um, so and like what happens? You you like tweet something and people like you have like some reply guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. People who would just reply immediately and they'll say like, they'll be like. Hey, when are you gonna? Bur- this is funny and all, but when are you gonna burn your penis again? And uh, like, you get that never. all the time. Yeah, I bet. People love seeing pain. And what like more pain can you witness? What more secret pain can you have than burning the tip of your dick? Yeah, it's multiple times with hot oil. <laughs> and I can't just like tell these people that hey, guys, don't worry, it's it's better than ever. So yeah, kind of, you, you don't know. want that, that would be a little weird. Yeah. So things are going OK, like I said, as far as like uh, your career goes, you're starting to get like some gigs and shit like that from it going out of town, stuff like that. Yeah. And then one day. Something changes. Yeah. What happens is. um. You were going to uh, RBM Food Mart West to get someone to eat. Yeah. And uh, you walk in and uh, you just kind of like hungry. Like, like what, what's like your go to snack if you if you're like you go to like a convenience store or something? Yeah. You know what? It depends. Uh, if I, do I want am I like in a chip mood or am I in like a sweet thing mood? What do I want? You want something savory. Man, I really like those little cheese crackers with peanut butter in them. You go ahead, you walk you know what over. I mean? You dude, you go right into RBM Food Mart West and it's on a display thing, like right in front of you as soon as you walk in. Almost yeah. like they knew that's what you wanted. Yeah, man. I like those little cracker snacks, you know? Yeah. It's the the end cap just says cracker snacks. Great. And when you walk in, you're like, what the and you're like it's almost like your hand fits perfectly around these you know savory chips and you're like holy shit so you bring it to the front and pay for it uh the guy working there is like have a gnarly day sir and you're like all right uh, yeah and so you go outside and you think to yourself you know what i think i'm gonna uh sample this now before you even get to your car dude I'm just going to crack it open in the parking lot. Yeah, I've been you, there. You crack. We all have. You yeah, know, you, you crack it open. You bite right 
in. I take a cracker sandwich out and I look at it. Cheese, peanut butter, cheese. Yeah. You kind of inspect it. Yeah. Make sure I, everything's there. 100%. The cheese and the peanut butter, they are evenly distributed. So like the, the amount of peanut butter between the two crackers is like as big as the crackers themselves. Yeah. And there's some cheese on it too. Oh, there's, there's additional cheese on it? Yeah, dude. Man, I don't know how I feel about that. But in your heart of hearts, you do know. I mean, I'm going to give it a shot. So but that you bite into it. Probably should be refrigerated. It's got cheese. Well, I guess they got like those beef jerky yeah, cheese. It's, yeah, it's, it's like not like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's like not that. real it's, cheese. It's, no, I mean, it's, it's not fine artisanal, uh, you know, mo- mozzarella, <laughs> as, as Danny would say. Yeah. Lately, Danny Palumbo's been wearing a shirt that just says mozzarella. Yeah, yeah, I believe it one hundred percent. So you bite into the uh, the cracker and you taste nothing. Oh, do I have the coronavirus? No, this is years down the road. Okay, but I don't taste uh, anything. Yeah, and you go, huh? And you bite into it again, nothing. That's weird. And you go, what? And you try to like eat another one, and you taste nothing. What do you do? I go home immediately. Because I'm, I'm kind of scared. Yeah. I go home and I try to eat something else. I just try to taste something. So like a banana or something or like an apple. You grab a banana. Yeah. You've actually been like growing your own bananas. So you grab the freshest, most ripe banana in Los Angeles. Yeah. You peel that peel. Yeah. You had uh, the radio on when you yeah. were doing this. And right as you started to peel it, you heard uh, these guys on the radio. Uh, I guess there's like a character on the show named this. They all just go peely as oh, you peel no, it. Peely. And then you hear peely on the radio. be like, duh, oh, I'm an idiot. And you're like, <laughs> all right, that's what you bite into the banana. Peely. And you kind of whisper to yourself, Peely, as you put that banana in between your lips. And you bite into it, and again, you taste nothing. I will probably call my doctor at that point. Or I I would call my mom, who's a nurse. Um, You call your mom, and she's like, um, she's actually kind of busy at work. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's been a, a devastating uh, pandemic uh, in Dupil, Illinois. Yeah. Uh, that uh, gives people a uh, resting handsome face. Oh, man. And it she- must be stopped. So she's like pretty busy and she's like, hey, Aaron. Uh, yeah, that's that that sounds that sounds like you should be concerned, but it, it's maybe it's nothing. But honestly, probably should just talk to your doctor. Gotta go. Click. Oh, man. Okay. I'd send her a so text you, message and say, hey, thanks for letting me know. Uh, give me a call when you get out of work tomorrow. Love three you. hours later, you get a text back. It just says, K. So you go to your doctor uh, and you go in and actually like resting handsome face is kind of like sweeping. the. It started to sweep the L.A. area as well. Thank God. So, there, yeah, you're immune. So there is like what the fuck when you get, I can't even I can't even get the one good thing. I'm immune to resting handsome face. 
I just got to live with this ugly mug. I think it's pretty good. Oh, stop it. So, um, I'm immune. That, fuck you. So you go in, and there's like a ton of people there. And, and they're and, all handsome. These guys and gals are stunning. Great. Great. And uh, you you walk in, and, and the person behind the counter goes like, Sir, you shouldn't be here. Uh, everyone here has resting handsome face. And you go, it's okay. I'm immune. And she kind of goes, oh. And she's like, all right. Well, how can I help you? And, you're, and you explain that you're there Jesus to get an appointment Christ. to find out you know, what's up with why you can't taste anything. She's just calling me out for being ugly right there. No, she just she's not calling you out. She just well, she's clearly she is. Cl- she made it very obvious that I'm not handsome. She just thought it was really, really funny. Yeah, it is very funny because you're just like, you're an ugly man. Everybody so, else here is handsome. So you go in and it is, um, like I said, pretty slammed. And finally, they're Jeez. like, uh, all right, Mr. Brooks, we can see you. So you walk past all those, um, you know, chiseled features like they were yeah. fucking cut, not cut from stone. Uh, but, you know, well, I guess cut from stone. Yeah. Cut from stone with a laser beam is what these fucking guys look like. Bunch of Robert Redford looking motherfuckers. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Classic handsomeness. Uh, handsome in any era. Yeah. So you um, you walk in and you sit down and uh, the nurse uh, greets you. Kind of you know, does the normal stuff, takes your vitals, talks to you about what exactly the problem is. And she's like, OK. And she goes. Um, she's like, uh. All right. Well, anyway, uh, doctor, we'll uh, see you in uh, just one sec. Um, it's it's not one that you've seen before. We, we, we had to call in some outside help. Okay. So she closes the door, and then you kind of look down, and it's almost like you're seeing, like, smoke come underneath the uh, the doorway. Yeah. But not smoke like it's on fire. Like, it's not, not smoke like that. Maybe like, like, sm- like fog? Yeah. yeah. Like from like a fog machine. Yeah, Perhaps. it's almost like uh, yeah, like you'd see like a concert or something. Yeah, and then the door opens and this guy steps in. <laughs> yeah, he has a like a, his hair is like so big, dude. It's almost yeah. to the ceiling. Jack to Jesus. Yeah, and he comes in and he's like breathing very heavy. That's the first <laughs> thing you notice about him. He's just like, <sighs> like he's like super out of breath. <laughs> The second thing you notice about him is that he only has one hand and you're like, okay, well, whatever. And then he goes, he goes, hey there, my name's Dr. Jeff Leppard. You're like, holy shit. And he's kind of talking like you would like an 80s rock concert where like (laughs) the talk down on on a song where it's like, hey, baby, I know that I had your love. Stuff like that. You You know know where you are? Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) And he goes, and he goes, I've looked at your chart, baby. (laughs) And he goes on to explain that mostly he does like, um, you know, like uh, surgeries and stuff like that. He's actually the best one armed surgeon. He's ranked as the best (laughs) one armed surgeon in America, dude. That's impressive. Dr. Jeff Leppard. (laughs) So he's like, he goes on to explain that, um, the only cure for this is a, a very expensive surgery to uh, kind of reactivate your uh, your taste buds. But it's it's very new and it is very expensive and health insurance does not cover it. He's like, 
Well, I mean to tell you, baby, <laughs> it's going to be about $100,000. Yeah. Absolutely not. He is sweating and he is out of breath. Well, he can save it because I'm not, I'm not paying it. And he kind of just like shrugs and he just goes, all right, baby. And he goes, if you change your mind, you know where to find me. Yeah, I do. He uh, throws you a business card and walks away. Yeah. You look down at the business card um, and, and it says uh, Dr. Jeff Leppard. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> underneath it just says uh, voted best one armed surgeon in America. <laughs> yeah. And underneath it, it says. And believe that, baby. <laughs> there is no contact info on it beyond that. <laughs> so you leave and you're like, that was fucking weird. Yeah. And um, you go home. And uh, as you're walking home, you actually see uh, like a, an advertisement for an upcoming poker game. It costs... Uh, 500 bucks to enter but if you win you get one hundred thousand and one dollars you, and you think to yourself huh i'm okay you're, you're like you know what that would be one dollar more than what I need for this surgery. I don't yeah. think, I don't think I want to do it. Why? Even if I want a hundred grand, I think I would do other things with that money before I restored my taste buds. I'm a fat person. And yeah. if I had to stare down the realization that food didn't taste good, it would completely change the way I, the relationship I have with food. And it would yeah. probably uh, force me to make healthier decisions. And it would probably dramatically improve my quality of life. So, so it's almost kinda, a blessing yeah. in disguise. Yeah, you kind of think that to yourself. Uh, and so you see it, that, ad, that ad and you're like, whatever. And so you uh, you stop off at the grocery store. You get a bunch of like carrots and like broccoli and shit like that. You know, at this point, it's all texture. Shit. Yeah. And yeah. you are craving that crunch, baby. Okay. So you get some uh, crunchy veggies. uh uh, you bring it, you bring them home and uh, you cook yourself some dinner. It's just, you know, you're like, fuck it. I'm just going to eat healthy. I guess from now on, I can't taste anything. And you make yourself the healthiest meal you've ever made. And it tastes like absolute nothing. And you finish it and you're like, huh? And then uh, you go to like weigh yourself. and You've actually lost like three pounds. Yeah. And you're like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. You go uh, to bed that night. Uh, you put on your uh, your jammies. Uh, yeah. they're, they're, they're that old school, like Victorian look where there's yeah. like a, it's a one piece, like a <laughs> flap in the back. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got a cap. So you, you, yeah, you have a uh, you darn yourself with like a, a, a nightcap. Yeah. But like an actual not nightcap, not like a drink nightcap. Yeah. You put it on and uh, you kind of like look at yourself in the mirror and you kind of say out loud, you go, all right, so what? I can't taste anything anymore. It's not that big a deal. People live with this all the time. Yeah. And you had actually spoken to your mother after you talked to Dr. Jeff Leopard, and she was kind of, you know, and she kind of gave you a, you know, a nice little pep talk, a nice little pick me up. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. And she kind of made the points that you made, which she goes, you know, it's going to change your relationship with food. And, um, you know, it, it's 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 not the best, but I'm excited to see what happens. And, and like, like, if I can't taste anything, there's got to be like a gross tasting thing challenge somewhere. It's got some oh, cash dude, on the yeah. line. You know what I yeah. mean? I could. Yeah, I could. I could probably make a good living if I, if I don't taste anything at all. I don't know. I think about it for sure. You have all these thoughts going through your head yeah. as you um, walk to your bedroom uh, to uh, go to sleep. And um, you open your door and uh, standing in your room is this guy. What the fuck uh, is that? He has a, a toilet on top of his head. It's like a, like a hat that he's wearing. Yeah. And he looks at you and he goes, and he goes, hello, Aaron. My name is Mr. Flush. Oh, the, uh, the toilet, fl- I just said flush. <laughs> and he goes, and he goes, I'm sorry, I can't chance you beating me. He whips out a bunch of like playing cards and just slash slices <laughs> with them. What? <laughs> and it, like the blood spurts out uh, from uh, your neck. It just coats the wall. What the and, fuck? Uh, and, and, and he goes, he goes, he goes, you're the chosen one, Aaron. All you had to do was enter the uh, the game. Oh, you yeah. would have won. And then, he, then uh, you you try to reply, but you can't because your your head is uh you know cut off your your throat is sliced the toilet flushes one more time and he actually kicks your head uh, off of your body it goes it goes flying out through uh, your window and yeah. it lands in your, in your neighbor's uh, 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 barbecue slow cooker and cooks all night long and the next day for his uh, child's uh, 10th birthday party the the dad there accidentally uh, serves your head to uh, 25 children how, how did he do that how did he even stick my head for a, a big hunk of meat? Because because it was because it was fall off the bone. It would have just been a lot of bone, Pat. You know what I mean? It would have been a, mostly bone, and my brain is in there. Yeah, he sees all that, and he kind of just goes, "Huh, uh, whatever." And he, well, he uses who gives a fuck? I'm dead. Yeah. That guy's an idiot. Yeah, you're dead, and your flesh was served to a bunch of ten uh, year olds. Great. If they eat the brain; they're gonna die. Fuck off. <laughs> no, your brain is donated to a, uh, a Shakespeare play. Great. Romeo and Juliet. There's no use for it. Yeah. <laughs> they actually never get to use it. Great. Great. 